Hello and welcome to Twin Talk. This is Angie and I'm here with my sister Joy and we are getting ready to talk about yet another book. So Joy, um, today we're going to talk about the book You Are Not Stupid. Have you ever felt stupid before? Plenty of times. <laughs> okay. Daily. Okay. And I hope you don't laugh at me through this podcast. I'm sitting here, by the way, with my hair wet. I just got out of the shower. My hair's wet. No makeup on, pulled back, so Joy might just laugh every once in a while at me. I don't know. You look fine. Okay. So, did I tell you, have I given you any inkling about this book, about yes. what it's about? Yes, you said it's about technology, and the guy kind of gives you a history of technology and explains mm-hmm. why we feel stupid when we shouldn't. Okay. Kind of a... Well... Okay, well, not really, but... <laughs> okay. okay, maybe I misunderstood um, you. Okay, so, I mean, he just never says... He just basically says this is a book uh, for people who just have a lack of understanding. Yeah, yeah, okay. so yeah, you're right in a way. So, um, just to get a little backstory as to why I even ordered this book. So, I was at work one day, and I, I'll just... I'm just going to tear everybody up front right now. I am technologically challenged, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm, I wouldn't say I'm illiterate when it comes to computers, but, boy, I have a long ways to go. I just kind of know the basics. Me okay? too. So, yeah. one day I was at work, and I was using... Um, so, something happened, and for some reason, um, I was having problems with... I don't even remember why I was having problems with something. And our IT guy, who we happen to know, because he's from... He went to the same school we went to. I'm just going to call him Dave. So, <laughs> Dave, he changed my browser to Firefox. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then I just wanted to do the simplest thing. So, in Firefox... There were certain websites I wanted to save to my taskbar mm-hmm. at the bottom of my screen, and I couldn't do it. Right. And I was like, this can't be this difficult. This right. Has to, this can't be so complicated. And so I just started thinking about all the silly little things I don't understand and I don't know how to do. And, like, even when I have conversations with, okay, like, for instance, Trevor, our niece's husband. Mm-hmm. He is an IT guy. He does... Yeah, networking or something for a really large company, mm-hmm. right? And I, I don't even know how to have conversations with people like Trevor. Right. And you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't even know what vocabulary to use. Right. And I don't and know the terminology for ex- so much stuff. Exactly. And I just feel embarrassed. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what to tell you because I don't know the right terms. Like exactly what you right. just said, I don't know what to say. And so that's a barrier. And so that's why when I found this book, I was so excited. And they even talk about in the book, they talk about, you know, sometimes we, they call themselves nerds, these tech people. Mm-hmm. It's like, we have a bad habit of being condescending to people who don't understand technology. Amen. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean uh, uh, now, in defense, the people where I work, our mm-hmm. tech people, are wonderful. Mm-hmm. They never talk down to you. You never feel stupid. They always make it. you feel like, oh, you're just one of many. That's not a big deal. But I have worked with people outside of the education world who were very condescending mm-hmm. and made you just feel like an idiot because you didn't know certain things. Right. And when I used to work um, at, well, I won't say the name of the company. It was a very large company. And then we had an IT guy there. And I know he'll never listen to this because he would never condescend to listen to something <laughs> like this. But anyway, he was he was very condescending. And like mm-hmm. he made me feel really stupid a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, don't deserve that. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't uh, study that, and go into. Right, I'm going to study these things your whole life, like these. Exactly. I want to say that's why you were hired to do this job. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. I, I don't have to have this knowledge. You do. Right. right. And I'm not saying we shouldn't try to better ourselves. And that's the whole reason I bought this book was to. Be, I thought, you know, I'm tired of feeling stupid. I wanna. I wanna have. Um, 
Um, Confident? Uh, no, I, I want to be able to talk to IT people. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, be able, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of. It'll When I'm listening to this podcast later, it'll come. Yeah, I want to be able to communicate better Mm -hmm. and be more knowledgeable in in my conversations with them. So anyway, um, so like I said before, the name of the book is You Are Not Stupid, Computers and Technology Simplified. Um, Oh, here we go again. I'm going to hit pause. Okay. It was written by Jack and Stanley. I'm sorry, Jack C. Stanley and Eric D. Gross, and it was written in 2020, so it's very up-to-date. You know, here we are in 2021, so it was written last year. Okay, um, I real quickly, I just wanted to read the introduction of the book, because it, it's kind of what I just said. I mean, it's going to say some things I just said, but it uh, explains the, the way, purpose of the book. she has the book in her lap. Yeah. And it reminds me of my big, huge college textbooks. Even though it's a paper cover, it's mm-hmm. a paperback. Yes. It's pretty big and pretty thick. It's yes. pretty intimidating. It doesn't look like a light read. Okay. And I'm glad you said that mm-hmm. because it's um, it's very deceiving. Okay? okay. You look at this book and you think, holy cow, I'm not reading that book. It looks real like exactly mm-hmm. what you said. It's very big and very thick. But it looks I'll, like a textbook. So mm-hmm. I want to show you as you flip through, it's double spaced. It's uh, just a couple paragraphs here and there, mm-hmm. lots and lots of diagrams. Okay. So believe it or not, I it didn't take me long at all to read oh, through okay. this. That's more reassuring. Yeah. So I, I wanted, and that was I was actually going to get into that later, but I'm glad you brought it up now. Okay. The layout of the book is awesome. It's super user friendly. It's super easy, and and I'm going to read the introduction, and you'll understand more why this book's so wonderful. Okay. In 2014, we, Jack Stanley and Eric Gross, founded a school called the Tech Academy. Our, our purpose was to bridge the gap between general society and technology and to make computers understandable and usable for all. We felt this was needed due to the prevalence of computers in nearly every aspect of modern life. A couple of years ago, we wrote the Computer and Technology Basics Dictionary that defined technical terms in a way that the average person could understand. Through our classes, dictionaries, and other books, although our classes, dictionaries, and other books assist people in understanding technology, we realized it would be beneficial if we utilized our combined knowledge and experience to write a book that accomplished the Tech Academy's purpose. We are proud to say you have that book here. You will remove the mysteries associated with tech and computers by simply reading this cover to cover. This book is useful to children and adults alike. You may find parts of this book easy or simple. It was intentionally written that way. We erred on the side of simplicity. In fact, we attempted to write this at a young adult reading level. If everyone, if anyone ever complained this book is too easy and basic, we'd take it as a compliment. So, if you are already a tech expert, this book isn't for you. I already like these two guys. Mm-hmm. They sound... Reasonable. Reasonable. They don't sound... Mm-hmm. arrogant they they want they want to take the time to explain it to the masses i already yes. like these two guys yes and, and the fact that they tried to write it as simplistic as possible that's the best thing they could do for people trying we're already frustrated we always right. we're already frustrated <laughs> we already right. want to throw our hands there's so many times i just want to take my computer and throw it across the room mm-hmm. and so i need 
that low-level, simplistic language to explain these things to me. And I will testify, I just finished the book just a few days ago, and everything they said, they, they were true to their word. It was, mm-hmm. was one of the simplest books I've ever and read. And how much would you say it's helped you? Oh, tremendously. Okay. I have a so huge... So a worthwhile read? Yes, I have a huge... Uh, it has increased my knowledge tenfold. Okay. Now, if you were to ask me, okay, oh, Angie, I, I remember you just read that book about time technology explain Wi-Fi to me. Right. Well, you know, I can't put it in the... Yeah, you're not going to be able to go assemble a computer. Right. If, you know, build a computer from scratch. Well, I'm just but saying that you understand the, the basic concepts now. I, I do, but what I was trying to say was, I'm just, when I read things, I have to read things over and over before they stick. But in my Mine. I'm thinking this is a great reference book. So yeah. I could I could tell That's what you. I was gonna say, it, it, it's not necessarily would you have to sit down and read it cover to cover. Would you right. recommend it as a reference book? Yes. Like, hey, I need help with this, and go to the index and just look up that particular. Yes, exactly. Topic? Now I read the whole book because I found it fascinating, okay. and believe it or not, I mean, as a matter of fact. I kind of dreaded doing this podcast as I thought, oh, people are going to think this is boring. Right. You know, who wants to listen to a book about technology and computers? Right. But honestly, me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it has helped me so much. And like I was going to say, there, there are things in here that I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I get it. But now a month from now, if, if you were to ask me right. about, what, once again, Wi-Fi, whatever, I'd say, oh, hang on, let me go. And mm-hmm. I would go back and I'd read it. I would refresh it. But it's right here. I understand yeah. that. Okay. So it's worth the read. It's written yes. simplistically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I need to read it. Yes, it is. I, I think it would be great. Now, I've always felt personally, I don't know how you feel, but I've always felt like you were a little bit more advanced than me technologically. Uh, uh, I don't, I think... I don't think I'm more advanced. I think I've just been forced to use more applications. Like, for example, Google Drive. You know, I was explaining that to you, how work, we're required to use Google Drive, and Mm -hmm. we're required to put all of our classrooms on Google Classroom. And I've just kind of been forced, especially with COVID, when Mm -hmm. we had kids learn at home. True. We had to learn how to use... um, Screencastify. We had to learn how to, you know, record ourselves. So it's real basic stuff. But I just feel like I've kind of been forced to learn some technology that you haven't been forced to use, and it's not mm-hmm. that hard to use. I just, mm-hmm. I think it's just situational. Right, and I, I agree. There's like whatever job I had, there would be certain software I would have to really know, and mm-hmm. I would know that software really, really well. Right. But you get me to ask me about something else, I'd be clueless. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it just had to. But do yeah, what I, had I feel needed. in the overall scheme of things, I have a long way to go to learn about technology. Mm-hmm. A long so way. I'm glad you just mentioned the word technology. I thought mm-hmm. it would be helpful to actually say, uh, to define technology. Okay. okay. So technology is the application of knowledge with the purpose of solving problems or making life easier. <laughs> uh, isn't that funny? I'm because sorry. sometimes, and they, <laughs> sometimes technology makes my life uh, yes, and they, and they, they miserable. <laughs> and they do not, um, they don't miss, that they mm-hmm. they talk a lot about how technology if you don't understand it it yes. can make your life well harder i'm mm-hmm. sorry but uh more complex. i was just thinking about when i was in college and i know this was years ago but this was back when you had to save i was typing a paper in the computer lab and this was back in the days of the floppy disk yes and if you didn't save ever so often it only saved to the last time you saved you know now uh, yes. like in google all your google docs and stuff it automatically saves long story short um, a storm came up and lightning hit, and every oh, no. light and computer in the uh, computer lab went off. Mm-hmm. And this was like a 
five to seven page paper, which isn't a big deal to some people, but to me at the time oh, it was. It's a huge deal. And I was a procrastinator, and it was due the next morning. Well, when I got the floppy disk, you know, got back up, I had lost like three fourths of my paper because oh, I hadn't, no. I had failed to save it recently. Oh, no. And I'll never forget, I was like near tears. <laughs> I literally stayed up half the night having to keep that in that stupid paper and I just remember thinking technology you yes. suck um, <laughs> because I'll you know I was thinking if I could have handwritten it and turned it in I wouldn't have lost a thing but because I had on that stupid floppy disk but that's just one example of yes. many don't even get me started on passwords yes <laughs> don't even get me going there because my right. heart rate will probably reach about 200 yes but go ahead that's funny you said that because <laughs> is, I have is had... that one of the topics in there yes passwords and yes how much I hate them? and I'm okay. getting ready to talk about the topics they cover okay um but <laughs> honestly if, if I had a, a dime for every time I've cussed or cried over technology <laughs> yeah I mean seriously it's I me have too. I have given up big chunks of my life over mm-hmm. technology yes. going bad or, or something or just ignorance on And also on my we're part. losing our privacy. How many times have people tried to hack? Well, you've had your checking account hacked it's into. It's in this book. I've had a credit card hacked into. So technology, yeah, you're great, but yes. you're also horrible. There is a chapter on <laughs> so. ethics. There's a chapter mm-hmm. on ethics and that covers and all that of that. And that was part of my training in my uh, when I was getting my master's for library media. Mm-hmm. A big part of it was ethics. How do we use the information at our fingertips and things mm-hmm. like that. So, yes, there's also a chapter on hacking. So it's oh, uh, yeah. Does it teach you how to hack? No, but it's funny. I, <laughs> I it, 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 exactly. Honestly, mm-hmm. I never. I've always heard the term hacking, and I'm mm-hmm. like, how do people do that? Well, they actually explain that. They, no, they don't go in and say if you want to hack something. This right. is but they, they explain how it they works. explain how it works. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm mean, every. And they just make everything sound. And I know things that aren't as simple as what they right. make it sound, but they do put it in a way that you understand the basic concept okay. of hacking. Good. Okay. Okay, so once again, technology, the application of knowledge with the purpose of solving problems to make life easier. Okay, easier so, being the optional word. Yes, so computers, machines that store and deal with information are technology. Mm-hmm. Modern cars, phones, airplanes, televisions, refrigerators, ovens, virtually all are machines that we use in our day-to-day life, and they have computers in them. Mm-hmm. Okay, Joy, have you done the, any of the following in the past 24 hours? Driven a car? C. Si. Used a crosswalk or traffic light? C. Si. Ridden yes. in a modern elevator? Uh, actually, yes, at our doctor's oh, appointment, okay. yes. Okay, it says, if, if so, you've trusted technology with your life. These machines are controlled to one degree or another by computers. Okay. And then and then it talks about how technology can be frustrating. And, and I thought this was funny. I just wanted to read this. It says, uh, for example, you hear a commercial that says, buy the XRC2000S today. <laughs> and you have no idea what that means. No. You finally figure out how to use your new phone, and then a newer version comes out. And we're dealing with that right now. You yep. try to get your computer to perform a basic function but it refuses to comply etc simply put the better you understand technology the less frustrating it is and that's one reason i bought this book because i want to be less frustrated see, here's another thing too and i'm sure they won't miss this point by the time you've read this book and gone through it some of the information's already on its way to becoming obsolete they have a chapter about that <laughs> okay that's Believe what i'm saying it, yes. technology it's exponential you know it's growing exponentially and it's like for example you know i'm about to get a new phone because i have an iphone 6 and i have people who laugh at me because you know what are they on now like the iphone 12 
Don't even ask me. I don't know. I, don't know. I love yeah. my iPhone 6. I've had it for years, but it's acting up. It's not working. And now I've got to learn. I'm getting a new iPhone 11. So now I've got to learn. I'm, hopefully they're similar. But I'm just saying, it's like once you get comfortable with one thing, like with the yes. Windows 10. I love Windows mm -hmm. 10. And they want to change it to something else. As soon as I get comfortable with something, I'm forced to use something else. Yes. And that's one of my pet peeves in life. Yes. First world problem, I totally yeah. understand. But I, and I, and I love, like, I love Windows 10. And I'm like, why do we have, and I understand they buy these, my, these, uh, I'm going to try to say, see here, I am not knowing them vocabulary mm -hmm. the software mm -hmm. for like the whole school or the whole company and everybody has to use the same thing but I'm like I don't want to use the new stuff I want the old stuff you know it is hard to change it is it is very especially hard when to you're change. very comfortable and yes. you know how everything works and you don't have to learn no I agree you're preaching so, to the choir okay okay so I, I one thing I really wanted to emphasize was how in-depth this book is okay, okay? there just to tell you there are a hundred and forty three chapters okay wow. so that's 143 i'm sorry 123 topics. 123 chapters okay. and each chapter is about a specific topic, topic. so okay. you I, there is there was no leaf what's the old saying there's no leaf, no leaf unturned, unturned or okay. is that stone i don't know no, Any, stone, unturned. no stone unturned i gotta get my things <laughs> right here okay so no leaf left on the tree there you go okay so i think about this 123 chapters so wow. i'm just going to skip through obviously i'm not going to name all the chapters but i just just to give the listeners just an inkling of some mm -hmm. of the topics it's okay covering. okay machines digital computers energy ones and zeros programming the first calculator math and switches relays keyboards uh, mice, TikTok, hardware, software, memories, tapes, drums. TikTok? It's not the TikTok you oh, think. Okay. I know, I thought the same thing. And it, ones and zeros, that kind of caught my attention. Drums, magnets, screens, modern displays, magnets. networks, routing, internet, www, addresses, mail, Wi-Fi, wireless connection, tech giants, apps, files and folders, boots, drivers, storage devices, code, the cloud, social media, cookies, security, viruses, updates, fixing issues, the G, Silicon Valley, artificial intelligence, digital money, mm. computer ethics, and the future. Now that was just... The artificial, artificial intelligence is what's... It's fascinating, but it's also frightening. Yes. So did you... You kind of get an idea. Wow. And that's, and a lot that, of those, that's not even half of them. Okay. And a lot right. of those, I'm like, what is that even talking about? Like the ones and zeros? Mm -hmm. That's kind of interesting to me. Like, what's that about? Okay. Well, that's actually the very next thing. Okay. So here, from this point on, I, I've already kind of given the summary of the book. So I thought it would be fun. Uh, I just kind of randomly flipped through the book earlier, and I, I kind of went back. I had dog-eared some pages just things that I thought were interesting. Okay. And this is where we're going to test some of your knowledge. <laughs> and I feel bad because I'm putting you on the spot. Because if it's you were okay. to do this to me, mm -hmm. I couldn't answer one of these. I'm so. sure I won't be able to. But that's okay. Our listeners can test their computer or technology skills. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, you're I'll right. Them feel better I think it's I funny. So, yeah. So, if you are a computer expert, this is not the podcast for you. Right. If you need to go on. You need to just go away right now. Not try to be offensive. Or you yeah. can sit here and laugh at us. Whatever you want yeah. to do. Okay. So, in Chapter 4, they talk about computer numbers. Okay? Mm. Computers use a binary system to operate. Can I've you tell that me what word. that means? <laughs> well, bi is two. Okay. Nary... Nary a word was saying. They use a bond. They use computer use binary to operate. So always double digits. I have no idea. 
So binary, you're exactly right. It, it, it does mean two. So computers use two digits to operate, the number one and the number two. Oh. That, and I know there's, <laughs> I know there's millions of people out there right now that know this, okay? It's, I didn't. Okay, as a matter of fact, I was watching The Office the other night, and they made a joke about binary. Okay. And about, about the number, uh, the number one and the number two, okay? Okay. I'm sorry. It's, I think I said that wrong. I think it's zero and one. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. It's the number zero and one. Why did I write that down? I don't know. Okay. Zero and one. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That makes more sense it, for some it's reason. It's actually, yes, they use the number zero. And one. Okay, I don't know why I and you're probably not going to know the answer to this, and probably our listeners will, but okay. remember whenever we were in 1999, and it was about to be New Year's, it was, the, everything was going to go to the year oh, 2000, yeah. I and think everybody was freaking out because yeah. the banks are going to crash, and they said it's because everything was written as 19, da 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 but now... Something the, about the computers weren't going to... Yeah, the computers, weren't gonna, yeah, the computers weren't going to be able to handle the number 2,000... <laughs> yeah. And then nothing really happened. Right. Does that have something to do with binary it, numbers? It, it <laughs> abs- no idea. It absolutely could. But, Joy, okay. if you don't read any other chapter in this mm-hmm. book, read this chapter. Okay. Well, I, well, yeah. I already feel... What's the name of the book again? You're Not Stupid. Okay. Well, I feel very stupid because yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> okay. So, the whole chapter... It talks about no matter what it is in the computer. Okay. It's zero Anything one. that represents data is a zero or it's or a one. one. That just blows it, my yes. mind. And when How's you... How's that possible when exactly, all numbers Because exist? one... <laughs> So one, like in a lot of instances, uh, one means yes and one means no. Oh, that's true. When you mm. see the JavaScript, or yes. I can hear people laughing at me now. You know the the gobbledygook that comes yes. up on the screen. Yeah, used to be like, yeah, you're like uh, zero was yes and one was no, uh-huh. or one was yes and two was no. Yes. I forgot so about you already that. know more than I do. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. like one represented in and two represented why. And they do talk a lot about the, yeah. the programs and languages. Yeah. And Java, they talk about JavaScript Java, in there. And yeah, it, and I didn't even know what HTML. Java was. I know that's a. I, I know this. Isn't HTML a language that coders that people use to write code for computers? That they talked about that in HTML? here. I, I, I don't remember exactly. Okay. But I do remember I'm them just talking. showing my ignorance. I don't know no. what I'm talking about. Continue. No. Um, okay, but anyway, like I said, that was one of the most fascinating parts. Was okay. this, the whole how everything's written in binary? Okay. And how they're and they and they kept emphasizing over and over, no matter what it is, no mm-hmm. matter how lengthy it all boils down to, it's either a zero or a, a zero that, or a one. See, yeah. my little brain can't comprehend that. Right. Okay, <laughs> page twenty-eight. They discuss the difference between digital and analog. Do you know what? <laughs> do you know what the word digital actually means? Uh, digital <laughs> digits are your fingers. Well, that's that's so you're counts. actually using logic here. I'm logic. Trying. Another chapter is called logic. Well, that's so not you're, me you're usually, doing but okay. digits are like your fingers. Okay. So it says how to do something with counting. <laughs> I, actually, you're on the right track, Joyce. Okay. So digital means exact, distinct parts. So when okay. you see a digital image, mm-hmm. let's just say, for instance, I've got a picture of Marilyn Monroe in right. here, and it's all these different, and it's digital. Oh, it's like pixelated. Yes, it's pixels. Okay. So each, there's there might be hundreds of thousands of exact oh. That make up the one image, oh. but they're each their own distinct part. Oh, Does that, that make makes sense. sense. Yes. Okay, and so then other things are analog. Do you know what that means? <laughs> well, analog. I think of an analog clock. Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they actually use that, a clock as an example. I was going to say, mm-hmm. is that a bunch of moving parts to make something work? I have no idea. Well, so analog. Analog. Um, I don't know. I, I'm actually going to I just, think of an analog clock mm-hmm. as being the old-timey. So analog comes from the Greek word analogy, meaning oh. analogous. And due to the fact that digital means distinct and analog means gradual. So the two terms are commonly considered opposites, okay? And they use a speedometer as an analog device because you're because it doesn't it doesn't so like between the numbers fifty five and sixty miles per Mm -hmm. hour, it's there's nothing precise there to show you. See, there's just so it's just kind of gradual. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so it's gradual. So okay, okay. So then on zero for two. Now you're doing fine. (laughs) Uh, I feel bad because you know I wouldn't know. Well, technology is definitely not my thing. Me. Either. I definitely. It's funny because I am. Little. Yes, I'm the last person on earth that would thought I would enjoy a book about wow, technology. Me too. But it's actually. But once you have someone that can dumb it down for me, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Yeah. Okay. Chapter forty nine. They're talking about the modern display screen on computers. Okay. okay. And they're talking about LED lights and LCD. Mm-hmm. Do you know what LED stands for? <laughs> it's funny you say this because I'm looking mm-hmm. for a car. Yeah. And just for, you know, the heck of it, mm-hmm. I found my dream car, and I'll never get a Jaguar. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's this got to do with LED? Oh. oh. Well, here's what... Okay. okay. So, here's the deal. Okay. It said, in your average car, you have regular... What's the other word you use besides LED? LCD. I think LCD lights. On the new Jaguar, they have LED lights... That run around part of the car. Oh, you're kidding. And the turn signals are out are LED and they're outlined in LED. I just know LED lights are they don't get as hot and okay. they last a lot longer and they're a lot more energy efficient. So is it light Oops, sorry. efficiency? Ooh. Light. light is it the E for efficiency? No. <laughs> I doubt it. Energy? Light emitting diode. Oh. So I thought I better say that because I don't think you'll get that, that one. That was, no, I was going to say that next. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's Light do. emitting diode. So, you so if I ever get my Jaguar, the turn signals are light emitting diode. Exactly. So you get a second chance here. Oh, no. LCD. Light can't. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh no. I think you should give up while you're ahead. Okay. Okay, L C D stands for liquid crystal display. Ooh. Like an L C D TV, for example. Okay. Okay. Liquid crystal display. Okay, so chapter fifty one, they talk about routers. Am I saying that correctly? <laughs> okay, I don't know. so I have to admit, used to sometimes when we'd be having trouble with uh our computers or I'd be at home and yeah. maybe I'm having trouble that, with something. Yeah. The the uh the uh whoever our did our handled our service would call and they'd be like, Okay, go and plug the router I was thinking Um Um well, okay, I have a dumb question, because okay. I thought your modem is what you had to unplug. Well, don't ask me. I don't know. I don't... Maybe this the wires to the modem that's the router. I think we need to just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> While we're way behind. Oh, my Lord. Okay, so... 
I just know that when our internet's not working, we just want to take that modem and just like yeah, we'll reset it yeah. after the tenth time. Oh, trust me. Like uh, when, if someone room. said the word modem, I would I'd be like the deer in the headlights. I'd be like, I, I didn't want to sound stupid and say, right. oh, what's the router? <laughs> right. I honestly didn't know it. Right. I, I mean, now I kind of know what a router is, but anyway. So can you what would what would you say a router is? Could well, you... obviously it's routing the current from one source A to source B. I'm totally okay. making that up. I have well, you're idea. not that far off. Okay. So a router is a machine that sends data to one or more locations. Okay, it's most commonly used to transfer info to various computers. Okay, okay. All right, so let's talk about the internet, okay? Oh so in chapter 52, they talk about the internet. Can you tell me? Oh, boy. <laughs> the internet is a combination of two words. What are the two words? You know what I feel like right now? <laughs> you know when these famous people go this roast? <laughs> Everybody roast each other? Yeah. I feel like that guy sitting in the hot seat because I feel so stupid and I don't know anything. I know, I've been feeling guilty. I've been, ever since I decided to do this book, I I was okay. going to ask you this, and I've been feeling really it's guilty. It's okay. I'm probably making many people out there feel smart and intellectual. <laughs> or maybe just a few okay, chuckles. Okay, what's okay. the question? Okay, the internet is a combination of two words. What are the two words? I'm guessing internet. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, <laughs> of two words <laughs> so obvious right. what decade do you think it was that researchers began to assemble Sorry. Okay, let's think of something sobering <laughs> Yesterday, wanting to buy some vanilla extracts. <laughs> it, it was eleven dollars. <laughs> that is the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you mentioned the price of gas. Yes, a vanilla extract. My ears, my head hurts. My ears hurt. Well, I was just trying to think of something sobering. How much hair? <laughs> <laughs> I will never be able to bake a pie again <laughs> or have chocolate chip cookies. Oh, I meant to okay, okay, okay. I apologize. We um, get our act together. We'll have anyway. to. We might have to do some serious editing. Serious here. editing. All, All right. right. So it was. The oh wait, what was the question? Okay, so in what decade did researchers 
began to assemble the network of networks that became the modern internet. I'm going to say it was in the 80s. Yeah, it was. It was the 1980s. <gasps> hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I see the sun coming out. The clouds are partying. I There's a sunbeam just beaming down on you. Okay. Okay, Joy. <laughs> I hope this doesn't set off another laughing oh, spasm. But what does WWW stand for? Okay, I got this. Okay. Okay. It's the wide world of wrestling. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It is the uh, World Wide Web. I don't know. The World Wide Web. web. Okay. Say that ten times in a row. Yeah, really. Okay. Um, for some reason, I was going to write... Um, I th- oh, okay. I wrote... I was going to read you something about that that I thought was really interesting, and okay. I think they wrote the wrong page number. It says read page 53. Maybe it's 153. If it's not, World we'll just go on. Worldwide web. And that makes sense because, you know, if you think of a web, like a spider web, it's reaching out all to everybody and it's all connected. Yeah. Many okay. different paths. And yes. So that makes sense that they named yeah. it the World well, Wide Web. I was wanting to read you something really interesting about uh, the World Wide Web, but uh, I've obviously written down the wrong page number, but, but anyway, it's okay. Okay, actually, I see what the issue is. It's chapter 53. Okay, so I thought you would find this really interesting. The internet became widely used after Tim Berners-Lee, who is a British computer scientist, invented the World Wide Web in 1989. And no, the World Wide Web and the internet are not the same thing. Did you know that? No, I I did did not not know that. The World Wide Web... Web, abbreviated WWW, or the web, is a collection of linked electronic documents organized into groups called websites. As of 2020, there were around 2 billion websites. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. You've heard the term surfing the net? Mm -hmm. Okay, guess who invented the term? I have no idea. It originated in 1992, courtesy of a New York librarian named Jean Armour Polly. Surfing means to move from website to website on the internet. Even now, the term is used quite often, but other words such as browsing have become a popular addition. Okay. Well, I've always wondered why they, you know, obviously when I think of surfing, I think of surfboards and beach bums and, you know, the beach. Mm -hmm. I always wondered where they got, but I'm sure there's another meaning for surf, to like you said, to browse. You're right. So, hmm. Okay, so what's the difference between the Internet and the World Wide Web? Hmm. The Internet is the hardware and protocols for exchanging information, whereas the Web is one type of information that is accessed over the Internet. Oh, I'd have uh, to read that one more time. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to read the summary. I think they're usually better to explain okay. it. Okay, yeah, I'll have to think about that a second. I know. Honestly, mm-hmm. I've read this right before we did the podcast, and I mm-hmm. still am not quite getting it. Okay, mm-hmm. the Internet and the World Wide Web are not the same thing. The internet is a worldwide network of connected computers that use various protocols or formal agreements to transfer different types of data between the computers, whereas the web is a collection of linked electronic documents that are stored on some of the computers that make up the internet. These mm-hmm. documents, called mm-hmm. web pages, are accessed by using a special program called a web browser. And it goes on, but yeah, right I, I would, there, I, nothing against the authors. They, mm-hmm. That simplistic language mm-hmm. is, but something in my mind is it's I'm not clicking. To, it's not clicking. I'd have to read <clears> that point <throat> three or four more times for it to maybe even click. Whereas other people are like, yeah, 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 go on, I got it. 
Exactly. And that mm-hmm. is something I've, I've read two or three times and I'm like, I don't okay. quite. And I'm sure it's so simple. I'm sure it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Now, if you were able it. to sit here and just read it yourself, I think you would, yeah, you would understand it I more. I think so, too. Okay. Can Do you know what um, boot means when it comes to computers? Oh, like boot up a computer. Mm-hmm. I, doesn't it mean just get it going, get yeah. it started? It just means, and you know, they'll say reboot your computer, yeah. restart it, right. I just thought this was interesting. Booting up a computer means that you turned it on and now it's preparing to operate. It's actually short for bootstrapping, which means starting a self-sustaining process that is supposed to proceed without external input. The term bootstrap started in America in the early 1800s through use of the phrase pull oneself up over a fence by one's bootstraps. Mm -hmm. A strap is a tab, loop, or handle, blah, blah, blah. blah. Boots often have straps near the top of the boot that the wearer can use to help pull the boots on without the help of others. So that's how they cut that. I thought that's interesting. Okay, that that is. Okay, now, this is the one that blows my mind. What is the cloud? (laughs) This is the one that, yeah, that I can't, my little tiny mind can't grasp, but it's all the data... I just picture as it all in one place, but you can reach the data from many different sources. Very good. As computers become more advanced and less expensive, companies started offering a service where individual users and companies could rent the use of their computers or servers for various purposes. These computers were accessed over the internet, and this system became known as the cloud. Mm-hmm. So I, I see. I didn't. I never could understand what the cloud. Well, was. it's one of the best things that ever happened because, mm-hmm. like, that's why I love Google Drive mm-hmm. and all any anything Google because used to. You know, if I typed, let's just go back to my English days as an English teacher. Uh, let's say I typed a paper on my computer. Well, it's either got to be saved on that hard drive of that computer mm-hmm. or onto like a little thumb drive or whatever. And if I get home, oh, I forgot the thumb drive. Oh, I don't have that physical computer. I couldn't mm-hmm. access the paper. Okay. But in Google Drive, it's like out in the cloud. You, as long as I can yes. get into Google on my a computer at home, I can access that paper. Yes. I, am I yeah. understanding this yes. correctly? Yes, yes. And that's what's so great about it is you can access it anywhere. You're not, st- but I remember the days of getting home, this is years and years ago, oh, I forgot my thumb drive at school and it's got all my lesson plans mm-hmm. on it or whatever. I remember those days. Okay. And now it's like, oh, yay. I don't have to worry about remembering. All I got to do is access it from another computer. Okay. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, then they talk about cookies. Do you understand cookies very well? All I can think on cookies, and I don't understand why they call them cookies, is they are gathering information about each person that visits their site. Aren't they gathering it like what you shopped for, what you looked at, Gosh, see, how long you stayed there? They so scare me. I didn't, I was clueless about all this, mm-hmm. and you Which, already kind of have a basic Well, and have you noticed lately, and I'm sure I shop way too much online, and you probably don't shop near as much, but what I've noticed in this last year, it must be a new law or something, because it says we use cookies, oh, yeah. and you have to accept have that to, they're yes. going to gather your data before mm-hmm. you can look on their website. You know what? Thank you and for that's saying that, because I've noticed it always says that, but I mm-hmm. never thought about why they were doing it. I think it must be a now. law or yes. something, because they didn't used to do that, but I've noticed this last year, for sure, every single site I get on, we use cookies, you have to agree before mm-hmm. you can proceed. Okay, very good. So as the web became more popular, creators of websites realized it would be valuable to be able to store information related to a specific user so that the user's experience with the website could be personalized. Mm -hmm. Okay, so very good. Okay, now we are going to talk about security for just... We're about done, by the way, in case you're wondering. We are going to talk about security for just a second. 
um, in their talk about, you were talking about, oh, passwords and all that mm-hmm. stuff, right? So uh, they, they talk about how, how important it is to have secure passwords, mm-hmm. okay? And they said a secure password might be something like Z, dollar sign, seven, lowercase k, uh, explanation point, F, blah, blah, blah. But it's okay? rem- how do you remember <laughs> Exactly. Those? And I know a lot of times, and I love this, some computers and phones automatically will store that password for you. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it doesn't work, and I'm like, how do they? How do you remember those crazy passwords? I want to tell you, they actually gave an example of a password the U.S. government was using, mm-hmm. and you're about to be. Uh, this will scare you. It okay. says a scary example of an unsecure password is the fact that the password for a computer controlling some of the nuclear missiles in the United States mm-hmm. was. Zero 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 for eight years. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I read Who, that. So okay, you've got to be kidding I'm me. I'm a self-professed technology idiot, but even <laughs> I would know. Let's try all zeros. That the nuclear code password uh-huh. should be something major complicated, yes. you would think. That is crazy. Yes. I, I read that, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But mm, anyway. That is shocking. Yes. I, I was. I have to say, I was very shocked when I read that. Okay. So, uh, one more thing. that They taught in Chapter 107. They talk about the G's, okay? Have you ever mm. noticed that cell phone internet connections are sometimes referred yeah, to as 5G, 3G, 4G? 3G. Yeah, yeah. What you, is that? What, I was going to ask you. Do you know what the uh, G stands gigabyte? for? Gigabyte? <laughs> no, it I stands did. for generation. Oh. Yeah. Oh, gigabyte's how much uh, storage you have on like a yeah, computer. Yeah, and there's lots of information here about gigabytes okay. and bytes. And but when you're talking about like a storage. 5G network, oh, so for like, kind of like your Apple phone has a first generation, second yes. generation. Yes. Oh, I didn't know Very that. Good. So these are like your second so generation of whatever. The G stands for generation, and generation means a level or stage of development of cell phone or device. So it's oh. so as of 2020, there are four generations. There's okay. the 1G, 2G, 3G, and 4. And it says there's one, a fifth is in development. Well, I will tell you right now, we just got that new wave internet. And Mm -hmm. on my screen, when I go to log in, it says 5G network. So it's here. Okay. And you know that book was written last year. Last year. So it's here. Yeah. And I guess that's talking about the... Fiber yeah. or optics or whatever. It, um, it's it's really, it actually, obviously we don't have time, but it breaks down each generation. It tells you what each one is capable oh, of. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. okay, so I just thought that was kind of interesting. Um, okay, now, now one of my favorite chapters, because I've always heard about Silicon Valley, but I never mm-hmm. knew what the big deal was. Do you, can you tell me what and where Silicon okay. Valley is? Okay, I'm going to give it a shot, and I okay. could be totally wrong. When I think of Silicon Valley, I think of all your big-time tech companies out in California, and it's all these big-time techie guys and all these big-time companies like Apple and uh, I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. even think of the others. And I believe, isn't that where millions and millions and millions of dollars were made uh, off this off of these companies in Silicon yeah. Valley? So here is a picture of California, okay. and, and I know they can't see this, but um, see that little, mm-hmm. well, that's where Silicon Valley okay. is, okay? So the area in California just south of San Francisco okay. is called Silicon Valley. It is the largest center of computer technology and innovation in the U.S. It is called Silicon Valley because some of the original technology companies there made silicon chips. Oh, I didn't know that. And because it is in a valley. Some of the biggest tech companies in the world, Mm -hmm. like Google, Apple, Intel, and Facebook, 
book are headquartered there. So oh, you're right. Okay. Very good. Jo, I'm very impressed with my twin sister. She's you know a lot of this stuff. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So just in closing. And they do talk about nanotechnology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. I kind of like to read about the artificial intelligence too. AI. Yeah, and they make the point that even though that computers can only do what what humans program them to do, mm-hmm. that no matter how real they may seem, mm-hmm. they're not real, and it's only well. That's what a lot of these scary movies <clears throat> or these futuristic movies <clears throat> make it look me. like that the intelligence is going to be mm-hmm. smarter than humans and that they're going to try to take over humans mm-hmm. and i even read that in an article that that's not too far-fetched so that book yeah. is saying no well they can never they, be i've noticed they kept just reminding the reader over and over mm-hmm. that it, it's it technology is is only what we make of it it's mm-hmm. it, you know it can only do what humans tell it to do it can't right. think for itself but yet they talk in here about how uh, computers are programmed to <clears throat> to um to think, mm-hmm. there's another word for it, like like where they, where they could, like, so like okay, if this happens, then do this, or mm-hmm. and, you know, there's there's a pattern of yeah, it's, it's kind of it's, it's actually the way we think, yeah, it's action probably, response, yeah, yeah. Down. So I'm thinking if they can do that, what keeps them from being able? Well, to do I read it? a fascinating article, <clears throat> and I, like I said, that's sorry, I'm just coming up with this off the top of my head, but um, it was scary. I was talking about how we're they're gonna have we're gonna have. You know, let's just say someone's paralyzed. They can't walk. They're going to give them an artificial limb, and it can mm. be controlled by a computer chip. And then there might be someone who has, a, like, a artificial heart. And they, the gist of the article was that in the future, and I don't know how far away we're talking here, but in the f- future, some humans may be more artificial intelligence and more robotic than they are human. Oh, that's And they crazy. said then you get into the healthcare issues, mm-hmm. and they're like, According to this guy who wrote this article, he's this big-time scientist. I wish I could remember his name. Mm-hmm. He said there'll be a time in human history when people have to identify as I'm fully human or half-human. Oh, that is crazy. It's creepy, too. Or I'm a third human. And that will get into all types of areas of ethics when it comes to, like, computers and keeping them alive. And it just goes into all these different areas. It's just going to open up a Pandora's box. And I'll have to find it and send it to you, but it was very mm. chilling. That is creepy, I must and say. And he thinks that, in his opinion, artificial intelligence will overcome, it will become more intelligent than humans. <laughs> okay, this is where it's going to get really far-fetched, and <clears throat> people are going to think I'm making this up. If I can find the article, I'll link it onto our page. Okay. But he feels like, in the future, when there are more people who are... When people are more robot than human, mm-hmm. and ro- and everyone's the artificial intelligence is ruling the world and all this. Oh, sure. They won't kill the humans because they are great. Have gratitude to the humans for creating them. Oh, it gets deep that and is crazy. So, wow, that is deep. I will find that article, and I don't know how legitimate this guy is. He's supposed to be some big time scientist. Right. I will link that article. But when I read it, I was like, "Is this for real?" I mean, I already feel like there's too much overreach with our artificial intelligence as it is. Yes. Just think of Google mm-hmm. Home and things like that. And there's all kinds of devices that people can actually listen in and hear what, what oh, you're saying. Oh, absolutely. I, I feel like it's already. It's funny our because rights have already been violated. I have a. Oh, absolutely. They can listen in. To they can see us through the computer right now. I've got mm-hmm. I have a kid at school who puts a little piece of tape over the camera in his computer, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What's that?" And he goes, "I don't want him watching me." Well, and I said, he's probably used to. Smart. I would have mm-hmm. kind of laughed at that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, you know what? 
Mm-hmm. They can. They can see us through the... Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we can be surveyed and listened to at any time. We've lost our privacy. Yeah. We could do a whole podcast <laughs> yeah. over this. I, I think mean, of drones, uh, yeah, <clears throat> computer cameras. Uh, there's, cam- there's smart cameras in our TVs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could do a whole other podcast on how we have no more privacy. Yeah. And our, and our kids are addicted to technology. <clears throat> yes. And that's, that's another. I could do a whole podcast yeah, and over they, that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They know our shopping habits. They know mm-hmm. what we eat. They know where we get gas. You know, mm-hmm. like I think about when I pay with a debit card or credit card yes. they, they have a, a track record of everything we do sure. it's it's, it's yeah. pretty it's pretty disconcerting oh i, I agree yeah I, I, well, all right let's kind of talked about this while ago when we couldn't quit laughing oh right and that would <laughs> yeah. yeah what was it's, it something to sober sober yeah yeah so the vanilla extract and yeah okay do i do i need to explain myself on no, the vanilla extract no. i was just i, I was no eleven dollars is is no i mean outrageous, I, you, but, yeah. but, it's but so it must funny. have been the good stuff it yeah wasn't the it's the imitation so stuff because we were in the aisle and I reached up to get it, and I happened to see the price below mm-hmm. it. And I was like, $11? And there was yeah. an older gentleman mm-hmm. behind me, and Kimberly kind of looked at me yeah. like she was embarrassed. And I said, I'm sorry, but I'm, I said, you know what? As expensive as gas and food is right now, I said, I'm going with the generic. And I grabbed, <laughs> I grabbed one that was like a dollar, and it said imitation vanilla. I was right. like, okay, I'll have to do it the imitation for now. Right. Okay, so in closing, I thought this was really interesting. So the very last, one of the last pages of the books, you know how they always give thanks to whoever helped with Mm -hmm. the book and that they go on to say uh, the amount of people to thank for making this book possible are too many to list and it says to you the reader for taking the time to educate yourself in the pervasive and ever-growing subject and they say to our wives and then blah 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 to our children to our siblings to our friends to our parents to the rest of our family blah 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 okay and then they go on to specifically mention these tech people that are uh, tech giants okay mm-hmm. not the companies but the founders and things so I'm going to read what they said to each person and I want you to tell me who that person is oh no <laughs> this is where okay. we're really going to get a laugh okay to every person mm-hmm. that's contributed to technology including all mentioned in this book hmm. to Steve Jobs who okay is Steve he's Jobs? the founder of Apple right and here's the thing, Joy, I didn't write down who they are, so I'm depending oh, on who you know. <laughs> I, I yeah. thought he's the founder of Apple. I believe he is. Uh, Steve know. Jobs, they said, for his leadership, insistence, and imagination. Okay. And he he just died like, yeah. a few years ago. Well, I don't yeah. know how long it's been, but he's... Cancer, he's, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's been Steve a few years. Steve Wozniak. No idea. Okay, he created, it says, for creating things that made modern computers possible. Mm. I've heard that name, but I can't think who he is. Bill okay. Gates. Okay, of course we know him. He's um, one of the most powerful men in the world. One founder of the richest of, of, And founder of, now I'm drawing a blank. Um, <laughs> I actually know this one. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Um, you probably used well, uh, Google. Uh, Microsoft or Microsoft? Yeah. Hello, I'm sorry. Yeah. Microsoft. Yeah. Says for all he's done, not only in terms of techno- technological com- contributions, but actions to make the world a better place. Well, we have a sister mm-hmm. who would completely differ with that, and I may have to differ with Samson, that. Samson. Yeah. Oh, now my border collie's in here and he's making a ruckus. Okay. <laughs> Samson, no, baby, no, sit down. <laughs> Oh, he, yeah. he has to scratch the floor. Okay. So, yeah, we, we could do a whole podcast on Bill Gates. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg. He's the Facebook guy. I believe so. I'm pretty uh, sure. It says, for getting the world in communication. So, that would make sense. To get yeah, that would make sense. Okay. Elon Musk. Okay. So, he's the one, the Tesla guy, I think. He's the oh. one that's over Tesla, and he wanted to get... 
he's like really big into space travel and wanting to make it possible for citizens to go up into space. Oh, I think. okay. Yeah. This is for his drive, inspiration, and commitment to advancing our world. He is very a very interesting, complex character. I've read a few really? articles about him. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't made my mind exactly how I feel about him, but mm-hmm. he's definitely an interesting person. Okay, Jeff Bezos. He's the Amazon guy. Okay, yeah. Worth like one thing Billions. about him mm-hmm. when he and his wife divorced, she has said she's going to give away over half. You know, she got a big, huge settlement. You mm-hmm. know, she's going to give away over half of her money. Wow! And that we're talking billions. Yeah, mm-hmm. billions of dollars, I guess, uh, to charities. But she said it's not going to be overnight. She has to research the charity. Oh, she doesn't awesome. want to be any charity. She wants to make sure it's <laughs> something that actually improves people's lives and. Maybe, you know, she went through the whole thing, but I thought, well, that, how many people do you right. know that would uh, vouch to give, even say it, that they're going to give away over half of their fortune to And I don't want to get on my salt, soapbox here, but I'm always thinking, who needs a billion dollars? I know. I mean, nobody how needs that How many yachts can you have? Right. Exactly. Okay. So, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, for his impressive production, creative spirit, and inventive mind. Larry Page and Sergey Brin. No idea. Okay, for making it possible for the average person to access the largest body of information ever assembled. I think they might have helped invent the internet. Okay, Okay. I may have to do a correction on our next podcast. Okay, to Tim Berners-Lee, they mentioned him earlier. He was Mm -hmm. one of the ones that helped develop the internet or or whatever. Okay, and then the very last one, and I know I've already told you this, Mm -hmm. but this just totally caught me off guard when they mentioned this guy. Mm -hmm. They said... But when I first read his name, I didn't recognize I didn't who he either. was. I knew it sounded familiar, yeah. but I, it and I couldn't remember exactly who and, it was. And it was so funny because I was like, I know that name like the back mm-hmm. of my hand. They said to L. Ron Hubbard, mm-hmm. whose study technology made this book possible. Okay. There's no single person that contributed to the creation of this book more than he because without his teachings, we wouldn't have had the knowledge, ability, or persistence to uncover and simplify all this data. Okay, for those out there who don't know, L. Ron Hubbard is the father of Scientology. Mm-hmm. I don't know if father is the right word, but he, founder, he is the founder. Thank you. The fa- founder. He is the founder. And the reason that, for, I don't know why I didn't recognize his name, I should have, because I watched the whole series about Scientology. I watched Leah Remini's entire mm-hmm. Netflix series. I even read her. I read her book. Book. Mm-hmm. So I, I've read a lot about L. Ron Hubbard. And it's just funny how he's the last person that they thought said this book would not be made possible without it. Very and interesting. And I thought, hmm, are these guys Scientologists? I don't know. Okay, anyway, I know I, this may be one of the most boring podcasts we've ever done. Uh, I don't honestly. I don't know. The vanilla extract will keep them coming back every time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's honestly. I don't. It's. It was kind of a necessary evil. You know, this isn't the type of book I just want to pick up and read. Right. Obviously, and I would much rather be discussing. You know, uh, Wuthering Heights or some right. another book. And you know, it's not. But I thought, you know. It, because it helped me it's so timely. much. It's very timely. And I just want other people to know that this book exists. So, yeah. guys, if you want to know every... And like they, they even said that they could take each topic and write a book about each oh, topic. Oh, absolutely. And each but I if you want that. a user-friendly, quick, easy reference book... Uh, for technology to help you just, you know, uh, help you understand some basic concepts about technology, get this book. You Are Not Stupid, Computers and Technology Simplified by Jack C. Stanley and Eric D. Gross. Well, thank you for sharing that. I did not know this book existed. Mm -hmm. Did you buy that? I did. And I will say I probably gave, you know, for 20 bucks, which... Mm -hmm. 
man, these books in vanilla extract, they're all just, everything's so, everything's <laughs> so hot, everything's so hot today, and I thought, you know, I started not to buy it, because mm-hmm. you know me, I'm such a cheapskate, I don't want to spend over $10 for any kind of book, mm-hmm. and I thought, no, if this book truly can help mm-hmm. me, and, and it, then it's worth it, and yeah. it was. It it ended up being. And worth you've it. convinced me. As soon as I get some free time, I think I'm going to read it. If it yeah. helped you that much, yeah. hopefully it'll help me yeah. too. Okay, well, um, not sure what we're doing next. We've got several things in the works, so well, I guess we'll just let it be a surprise. Yeah. But we will see you next time on Twin, Twin Talk. Talk.